Hello everybody. In the context of the pandemic, I'm wondering if you're feeling a little bit like I felt a few weeks ago. I started to breathe a sigh of relief. We'd begun to be able to meet up with our family. I even met a friend for coffee for the first time since the middle of March. And it felt like here in Queensland, we dodged the COVID bullet. And then last week, Victoria happened. I was so impressed with our Prime Minister's approach in one of the first press briefings he gave. He said, right now, we are all Melburnians. He kind of dug into that Aussie thing of mateship, of fellowship, the sense that if one suffers, we all suffer. Uh, and then last night on my phone were headlines. And again, it was our Prime Minister speaking. He said, for Australia to win, Victoria needs to win. Those words have encouraged me. So how does this moment in the pandemic have some application to our theme for this year? We're halfway through the theme for 2020. There is a river. This river speaks of the presence of God. It speaks of his divine intentions, the consistency of his character, the new creation, and so much more. Well, here's a statement of the obvious. It is a very long river. It reaches from the first tabernacle in the Garden of Eden all the way to the New Jerusalem. So it must strike us that God is not in a hurry. That long river has in fact given me the title for today's message, which is playing the long game. We love the suddenlies of life, but mostly our walk of faith is a long game. And one accurate description is found written by Paul to the Romans, Romans chapter five. And I'm going to read verses one to five, Romans five, verses one to five. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, character hope. And hope does not disappoint because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Let me read it again. And this time from the Passion Paraphrase, just verses four and five. But that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance and patient endurance will refine our character and proven character will lead us back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. Let me just take one more pass at us, but at it for a third time. We have tribulation, working perseverance, perseverance, producing in us godly character, godly character, carrying with it strength of hope, which is entwined with the spirit poured love of God. So you can see why it's a long game. So let's start by looking at tribulation for a few moments. 
what is happening in the world right now is really more of the same of what has been since mankind was expelled from the first temple. There is no new intensifying of troubles, suffering or tribulation. It's just that we all know more about it now. The risk is that we might make this current distress the point. It is not the point. These times will happen. Jesus said they would happen and John recorded it in 1633. He said, in this world, you will have trouble. So at a personal level and thinking now about life, regardless of the pandemic, when such troubles arrive at our front door and they are never invited, but they show up anyway, we have to do something. We might rebuke it, bind it, loose it, cast it out, send it cards and flowers, take it out for coffee, and probably get quite bogged down in trying to deal with it. Sometimes our pain is so great we try to deny that we are suffering. Other times we try to give it a non-suffering label such as, oh, it's just a bad day. Sometimes we declare a victory that we have not yet won just to move the show along. Other times we squirt air freshener over it and dress it up with phrases from the latest lifestyle podcast that we've hunted out. And sometimes in that story, it even helps to ease our pain if we can blame somebody else for it. Occasionally, we then blame God for it and then get annoyed with God because he won't clean up the mess like a well-meaning friend prophesied that he would. I think I've mentioned most of my responses to times of trouble in that list. Tribulation is never to be the point. The point is what we do in it and with it and about it. And Paul said it is to begin to work in us a fresh work of patient endurance. I want to put it to you that patient endurance is possibly the most reliable and stabilizing touchstone on which we can build a life lived victoriously. Perseverance or patient endurance are the English words that have been used to translate the Greek word, and my pronunciation is probably far from accurate, but for now it's hupomone, which carries a sense of remaining behind or staying. It contains the sense of hanging in there. To some degree, it carries the sense of submitting to the facts of the journey. Times of tribulation can leave us feeling so exposed and so vulnerable that all we want to do is run away. Let's allow that that's a valid feeling. I remember many years ago meeting a much older woman of faith who I esteemed greatly and I knew she was going through some really challenging, heartbreaking times. And she said to me, I feel like a turtle without its shell. Tribulation does that to us. And in our pain, we'd rather flee. Instead, Paul says, now's the time you dig in. Now's the time to hupo mone. In the face of tribulation, troubles and suffering, we aren't to walk away from the story of our life. We are to dig in and to stay with his call on our life. We are to stay the course or submit to the facts of the journey. And I'm calling that playing the long game. And as, a, as an aside, please don't mishear me here. Sometimes staying the course 
will actually require a certain kind of leaving. Sometimes we've got to leave a relationship or a job or an environment. It's as if we're saying, because of this tribulation and what it has highlighted, in order to persevere, to patiently endure, to endure well, I need to put that relationship or job or place behind me. So please don't miss here what staying the course might mean for you. So we've allowed tribulation to work in us perseverance. And now we find something else being worked into the depths of our being, which adds weight to the way we conduct ourselves. Charles Purgeon said, empty boats float high, but heavily laden vessels are low in the water. Let's put it like this. It's at these times that the work of Christ becomes deeply embedded in us. And as a result, hope is now way more than wish, wishful thinking. It is a reliable, resilient hope. A couple of weeks ago, our youngest, Jonathan, came to the door of my study and he said to me, Mum, hope is a freight train that is unstoppable, dragging life towards progress. And I rather think that that's about the best description of hope I've ever heard. I have a few long game stories in my pilgrimage and here is one of the more dramatic. In 2001-2002, um, I was on the receiving end of a situation. I can't remember crying. I probably did, but I can't remember crying. But what I can remember, and I could even take you to the place where I stood beside our bed and I looked up to the ceiling and I said, Lord, I'm about to learn something about you that I would never have known if I wasn't going through this situation. Uh, and it's true, I did have to leave a set of relationships in order to stay the course. But what I remember is feeling hope. It was like it, was like it had a physical form. I remember feeling the grip of hope in my hand. Well, time went by, and from my point of view, the whole thing was history. But God was playing his own long game. Eight years later, uh, due to a set of circumstances that no human hand could have engineered, I found myself sitting on the other side of a restaurant table in a faraway nation, hearing the other side of that story. And I knew for sure that I had made some right choices. Now, I want to quickly assure you that I've got plenty of stories where I've not made the right choices and I've not followed the Romans 5 sequence and the result's pretty ugly. Um, but I, I have now experienced this. It works. The word always works. Tribulation, if we allow it, can work a stability into our Christian walk that can fill our hearts with hope. But here is a very important point. Following this sequence, playing this long game, does not mean that tribulation, trouble and suffering magically disappears. In the world, we will have tribulation. Specific sufferings and troubles may be our reality for quite a prolonged period of time. The victory of our faith is not in whether or not they disappear because we followed the sequence. The victory of our faith is found in what is worked in us of the divine nature. 
So that is us as individuals. But what about us as a community of believers? Some aching points of suffering have been the story of Cornerstone. Pain that may lessen as life goes on, but never fully go away. Pain that may not even really lessen. In just the last few years, Dot and Pete have lost their son. Dean and Ali have lost their little boy. Graham, Jonah, Daisy and Micah lost Christy. We have a congregant in Urella, Margaret. She lost her beloved husband, Rob. And now Woody and Bev have lost Margot. And then for the rest of us, you don't need a word of knowledge to know if you get 150 people together, you're going to get challenges in health and relationships and finance. And during this COVID time, many in our group will be very time poor, stressed with time, and others may be even tormented by the fact that there is too much time on their hands. So what do we as a fellowship do in these times of tribulation? Well, remember the words of Jesus in John 16, 33. He said, I've told you these things so that in me you might have peace. In this world you'll have tribulation, but take heart. I've overcome the world. As we are in him, so we become ministers of peace to each other. And then remember how Paul described the end goal. He said, hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit he has given to us. So our invitation is to add hope and love into each other's journey. I started at this message by saying, does this moment in the pandemic have anything to do with our theme for the year? Uh, well, in type, our Prime Minister answered that. He said, right now we're all Melburnians and for Australia to win, Victoria has to win. What does it mean for us? We stay the course with each other. That's the hupomone. When one hurts, we all hurt. When one suffers, we all suffer. And together, a quality of hope rises and spills out and envelops us. It's a hope that never brings shame. The hope carries with it, this hope carries with it, a quality of God's love that spills, spills out and envelops us. And it's all because we chose to play the long game. I need to just say this, and I've stumbled a little bit because of a thought that's come to mind that I'm just feeling to share. That little story I told you of something that happened now nearly 20 years ago, a big part of that was um, the, a shaming factor. But because I am with a wisdom beyond anything that I naturally have, I promise you that um, at that moment where I felt hope in my hand, not once during that whole time did I feel shame. It was to be put on me, but it couldn't land because I had allowed hope to enter my heart. May that encourage you today. We may not be able to see very far in front of us or answer all those prickly why questions, individually or collectively, but we absolutely can have this settled confidence that as godly character is proven in us, so a living hope, a freight train of hope will keep us moving in the right direction in the river of God. 
Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are part of this mystical, remarkable thing described as the new creation. We are it. It works in us. It's a mystery. We get so little of it. We understand so little of it, but we accept that it's a truth because it's what you said. Lord, I pray that as we endeavour to make our way through the pandemic, but also through the tribulations of life that are just there, there are is. They're just facts of what we have to carry, what we have to process, what we have to endure. Oh God, may we as a people know the freedom of looking in your face and realising you know exactly what you're doing. Lord, as we as a as individuals look at you, may the idea of a long game settle agitation, cause all anxiety to go, deal with disappointment. May we always lift our face towards you and feel the warmth of your approval. And then Lord, teach us what it feels like to be a community of believers that say, no matter what's going on in your life, I'm staying the course with you. I'm going to hupomone with you. And together we're going to see hope rise. That's going to be a hope that's entwined with spirit-poured love. Lord, we thank you for every goodness, for every goodness. We bless your name on this day. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. Till next time.